2: uh this is Go Home Bible You're Drunk a podcast where we some ex-evangelicals dust off our our well-used bibles to check and see if there's anything um good or interesting or worthwhile from this book that was used to um terrorize us as small children so anyway
3: uh I'm Tori I'm a bible school dropout um bible connoisseur
2: because of like sword drills and all that shit
3: you know we had to memorize full chapters of the bible
2: so you know i have some feelings about it and it's good to just process those feelings
0: mm-hmm.
2: now that we're out of evangelicalism and i also have a co-host
0: yes my name is justin i'm also a, a bible sommelier if you will
4: yes <laughs>
0: <So> um, <good. laughs> evaluating the Texture and mouthfeel of the Bible. (laughs) And I was a seminarian uh pastor, so I served up the Bible every week for many, many years. And then I now I'm I'm also serving up the Bible every week, but just in a different in a different way.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's true. You've moved to a different format, medium, Mm. yeah, something, uh intention. (laughs) your intentions have changed. Yeah. Why? I I sound very woo right now.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I I get to ask the questions that I always was asking to begin with. Yeah.
2: That we were asking the entire time Mm -hmm. and, but now we don't get canceled for asking
3: them.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Beautiful.
3: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. True.
3: Fair. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We don't get canceled by people that we like
2: yeah people who are supposed to be like spiritual authorities quote unquote i uh i have a lot of feelings about all those folks who were you know they were supposed to be telling us about the way yeah. and then we had questions and they were like uh shut up
0: mm-hmm.
2: it doesn't really work for some of us so yeah. we decided to leave
0: yeah i have a very vivid memory of it was with my mom too. And so I think it makes it more vivid, mm. but like I'd been, I was a youth group and they had told us like basically something about like giving, giving your cares to God, giving your worries to God yeah. or something like that. that mm-hmm. was, you know, and I'm like, okay, I want to try to take this seriously. So I'm asking my mom, like, so how do I do that? Like, how do I give my cares to God? Mm -hmm. because I I think I've done that but then I still worry so then obviously I haven't so how do I do that and then you know I remember my mom was I think she was kind of like well you just you just basically she was like you just do it and I was like no no like how do you do this thing this thing that everyone says they everyone claims that they do like oh I just prayed and gave it to the Lord or you know like okay Mm -hmm. like how do we do this Mm-hmm. And like, I remember, I was—I don't think I cried, but I remember being very upset. Like that. that your mom
2: was like, fold in the cheese?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. You fold that, it in? Yes. You just fold it in. Well, how do I, how do I do that?
2: <laughs> if you say fold one more time.
0: Yes. That Actually that scene very much, like <laughs> that scene is going to take on a totally new life for me.
2: Yeah. That's oh good. man. You just,
0: you just fold it in. Like. Shits Creek. So good.
2: It. So good. But yeah, I mean that, that was all that happened all the time. That was like such a perfect kind of encapsulated. That particular scene was kind of a perfect encapsulation of so much of what we got from people who were supposed to be the professionals, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Um, you know, people who were in ministry and doing it full time and said that they knew their shit. And mm-hmm. yeah, but there's just a certain there's just a certain line that for some reason like can't be can't be broached and yeah. because it all falls apart. Yep. Right.
0: Yep. So. Well you know Tori I think the reason everything fell apart is because we weren't really evangelicals to begin with.
2: True. True we were not. Yeah. There is no documentation of us.
0: I, I you in know. In church? Yeah I. I think I was an evangelical. I was told that I was one many times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, have, so,
2: I, I have receipts. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Should we explain what we're talking about?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there was an article that came out on a... Uh, Very weird. I'll just say it was an evangelical publication. I'm going to say it's like the evangelical equivalent of The Blaze. Oh, That's God. Okay. Be my...
5: Mm-hmm. my assessment
0: mm-hmm. of this publication mm-hmm. correct um very the something um and it came out and it, it mentioned uh blake chastain our our pope yeah. the the pope of irreverent the pope media of... <laughs> the
2: pope. did i say poke the poke of
0: the, the poke <laughs> he's the poke so... of that Sorry, um, sorry 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 blake, <laughs> sorry, blake. uh yes for those of you that may not know or need a refresher we are part of a reverent media group which is a group of podcasters that get together and do amazing things and you know we're on each other's shows and we you know collaborate and Blake Chestine is one of those uh he is I don't he yeah he coined the hashtag exvangelical he
2: coined the hashtag exvangelical and he does the exvangelical podcast
0: yeah I knew he did Um, that yes yes uh, anyway he got,
2: this, he got canceled by this man
0: yeah this man canceled him uh essentially saying that all of us ex-evangelicals um you know we we typically will hear that you weren't a true christian type right um this this one this article it takes a little bit different of a tactic where it says it's not so much that you you were not a real christian because you were not exposed to true capital t christianity capital Z trademark you weren't exposed to true christianity or true evangelicalism and in our
2: in our in our schools he says and churches
0: yeah cuz if if we had there's no way we would turn from it right i think um so and and basically he's saying there's no such thing as an evangelical because you were never an evangelical to begin with
5: mhm
2: mhm which is you know That's a very fraught argument, especially when there's this many of us Mm -hmm. and all of our pastors still know us. Like maybe they Mm -hmm. wish that they did not, (laughs) but they still know who we are because we were there for many decades. Um, And we were like, again, we were the ones asking these really intense questions, right? So it's not like they just forgot, (laughs) like they know who we are
0: yeah and and you know there's there are definitely recorded sermons of me somewhere on the internet being an evangelical hey there we go um yeah if we could dig those out um that would i would need to be drunk to watch (laughs) one of my old sermons and critique myself but um So like, there's evidence online and there's evidence in our stories that, you know, this is what we were, but he's, you know, this, this is the tactic that he's taking that there's no way that we could have been real or ever exposed to the real thing, which.
2: Hell, my, my, my Twitter is 11 years old. Like you can go and find some evangelical shit on there if you want to. Yeah. Like I went to Mars Hill, motherfucker. (laughs)
0: you you have you have the evangelical street cred
2: yeah i do Uh
0: uh-huh one of the mistakes i made was i downloaded that app jumbo that i don't
2: know what that is
0: it's like a personal security app that kind of scrubs your social media profiles
5: oh which was a good
0: idea and i I don't necessarily regret it but i i do regret now that the my earliest tweets Mm -hmm. are now are now gone from the internet Um, right Because, yeah, those would be fun to drag up, I think, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I, oh, God. Anyway. So if you want
0: to delete your tweets, Jumbo is an app that will do that. They're not sponsoring us. I personally no longer use the service, but people. There you go. Some people like it.
2: Okay, perfect. You know, I'm working on some stuff that may require me to do that. So if anybody wants to go get my old evangelical tweets before they are removed forever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) From Beyonce's Um, internet. It'll, it'll okay. definitely prevent you from being, you know, canceled for something you said ten years ago. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Like, guns are good? Maybe question mark.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't. Definitely. I wasn't
2: that. I wasn't that much of a bigot, but I definitely used a lot of um, language that was not preferred mm-hmm. by s- certain people. But I would, you know, I like. I was very black and queer and I hate gender like mm, yeah <laughs> like uh I, I wasn't really out here making a bunch of like racist yeah sexist homophobic transphobic
5: statements because
0: yeah I don't think I don't I think probably the worst things I said I did say this um on Facebook this was when the ACA was being considered I was still a conservative oh, and I oh said, boy okay what'd you say I, I said something like the ACA was going to lead to back alley breast exams uh or something like that which was like, isn't makes,
3: that? I mean,
0: it makes no sense, but it,
2: well, yeah. But also, like, is that the, is that the worst thing ever? I,
0: I, don't, I don't know that it is, but I I don't. I, I'm trying to think like that's probably the stupidest conservative thing I've said. Yes, that was
2: correct, maybe
0: problematic. Uh, there's, I'm certain certain there's more. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, old Facebook things uh, right. couldn't prove that I was definitely an evangelical. And,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and when those things come up on like my time hop. Yes. Uh, I can go back and see who liked them. And it was a lot of evangelicals. So mm. um, I had a friend of mine at the time that was running for Congress as a Republican who I remember read that Facebook post or tweet or whatever. and was like, can I use this in a speech? No. Oh, so, like. <laughs> yes. So not only like I, I was quoted by conservative politicians. That's how evangelical I was.
2: Uh, what is what is that verse the gifts of God are without repentance or something
0: yes I don't know (laughs) um so it's anyway I think it is interesting that these people um honestly will do anything to
2: absolve themselves of any responsibility
0: and and try to discredit our stories and our experience Yes. yes as somehow not being real and I mean, to a per- certain extent, I can understand that because I, I think it, especially because your conservative, particularly conservative Christian views will, your whole ra- identity is wrapped up in that. Correct. And And having left that, I understand how painful it is when that identity gets poked at mm-hmm. and eventually shattered. So I can understand the motivation to try to like patch up the walls as best you can. Right. But- right. When it started reaching the point of absurdity is when I abandoned it. Mm -hmm. And it seems like there are a lot of people that have reached the point of absurdity and And then doubled down and then just kept going. Yes. Yep. Um, This article is, is one of those things that um, it just, you read it and you're like, buddy, like, do you interact with humans? Like, (laughs) It almost feels like there was like an AI bot that was programmed to write a hack piece about evangelicals and this is what came out. Um oh my gosh. Just, it, yeah, it
2: just, he just he's he's like he keeps going all in on Blake. Like Blake said that he went to a conservative Christian college and Blake said that he was a real Christian and he's like that can't be true because I said it isn't.
0: <laughs> That's basically yeah. That's so, the argument. Yeah, that's the argument. Uh because uh-uh. of, of yeah. I, because I because I say it's not. Because I
2: said so. Uh-huh. Because
0: I said so. Yeah, they they like that. Which is
2: that is that is the entirety of evangelical, like pastoral authority.
0: hmm Yeah.
2: Because I said so. Same yeah. with like husbands, same with parenting. I'm mm-hmm. getting really mad just thinking about all of this because I said so. So anyway, don't do that to your kids. It's fucked up. Or yeah. people too.
0: If you have ever been told you're not, you were never a real Christian because you left. Go ahead and just take a drink. Um, that'll yeah. be a, oh God. You deserve a drink for that.
3: We do. Um, we do.
0: So, we'll uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get to our real drinking game. Uh, you're welcome to drink. Oh yeah. During the ads as well, uh, and <laughs> we'll see you in a bit. All right. All right.
1: You can listen wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. We're back. We are. Hopefully
0: you were served relevant ads that enriched your experience. Mm. Thank you you for putting up with them. We really appreciate it. We do. Um, So for tonight's drinking game, uh, we're going to experience a... A parable, actually, a story, if you will, uh, a little bit of changed our format. And I think today we're going to have more of kind of a hopeful drinking game. Uh, whenever, whenever uh, Jesus says something that you're like, "Damn, that's a good point. I'll drink to that. Yeah. You just go ahead and drink to that then. Yeah, um, because you know, I do think that sometimes Jesus does have some really good points and has some good things to say and mm-hmm. yeah, occasionally we should celebrate that with a drink But yeah. if you don't drink do a burpee drink some water do whatever
2: do whatever kombucha is good i don't know um oh,
0: kombucha is good it's it's the the non-alcohol alcohol
2: yeah it's it's delightful um so what's really interesting speaking of like bad faith arguments right i think that we do talk kind of a lot of shit about the stuff that we were raised with, like the stories and the framing that we mm. were given, right? Yeah. To to operate with. Um, and I think that this is like a really good example of, you know, it's not necessarily, hey, throw the baby out with the bathwater water necessarily. Um, I mean, there's, I think there's really interesting stuff in the bible like i still have favorite bible verses and favorite bible stories and you know there's also a bunch of uh human rights abuses yes that were uh that god was real into apparently um so that's not good but yeah i think that this is like i think in order to be intellectually honest like we've talked about you have to kind of accept like the good and the bad in mm-hmm. the book but yeah yeah we got we got like a parable basically a parable of a parable it's just no it's just like the 2021 version of the good samaritan yeah
0: so yeah jesus tells the story of the good samaritan and it's you know we we call it the story of the good samaritan that's not what jesus called it Mm. this was just a story jesus told yes um and it honestly, if you've been in evangelicalism or even a church for a minute, you've probably heard a sermon preached on this that some pastor went over the fact that Samaritans weren't liked. They were mm-hmm. actually hated, um, particularly mm-hmm. by the Jews of the time. I should say the native Palestinians of the time mm-hmm. um, or the, you know, the Israelites at the time.
2: Wasn't it because they like genocided mm-hmm. them or something? <laughs>
0: Sorry. Yeah, well, um, they were, they were, There were multiple invasions of, you know, Israel and Judah or Judea at the time. Um, The people in Samaria were in the North. They were kind of taken first and they were kind of mingled around. I think uh, they were conquered by Assyria. And what Assyria did is they, when they were conquered, you, they moved a bunch of people in and you all intermingled. And when the Persians and the Babylonians came in and conquered, you know, Jerusalem. What they did is they picked whole populations up and moved them around. That actually allowed for a little bit more, quote unquote, cultural hegemony. Like Mm. there were Jews growing up in exile in Babylon. So when they came back, I think there was a little more of the sense that we're more of a pure line, quote unquote. Um, And this isn't to throw, this is a post it note version of this history. Right. Um, And it has been used for a lot of anti-Semitism as well. So I do not say it in any anti-Semitic light or any way to say that like the Jews of the time were wrong for thinking of themselves as, you know, it's a cultural mishmash mess. Um, Mm -hmm. But the Samaritans Mm -hmm. were mostly hated because they were seen as, you know, not so much half breeds because the concept of race wasn't.
2: Right, right.
0: But they were just kind of,
2: it was, they were like a lower social Yeah,
0: a culturally they were they had abandoned the faith would be a a way to say it okay their faith was not the right one they worshiped at the wrong mountain they Mm. you know were not seen necessarily as having the spiritual Mm -hmm. tradition of uh the people of abraham in the same way and samaritans probably felt the same way i mean i I could really dig into the history but that's just like the gloss
5: Mm -hmm. version
0: Mm There were people that didn't like. They were an ethnic minority. They were a spiritual minority. They were, and they were not liked. Um,
5: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, typically, people in Judea at the time would travel around some area. Um, oh, it would be
5: okay. It
0: would be like people from Ohio. If we're going to drive to Canada, we would drive around Michigan. Like we're okay. just we're just going to not we're going to drive out of our way, right? Right. But not go through that place. And if we do have to go through it, we ain't talking to anybody. Um, this is
2: like weirdly reminds me of the US and race.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you, you can make those. I I wanna be careful though to, to those are allegoric allegories. I want to Yeah, be careful. I feel like it's a
2: parallel, not yeah. like not this was racism, but like it just it feels to me like as you're talking about this, like in my body this feels familiar being oh, sure this, like, absolutely you know,
0: i i would i would I'm say not trying you, to, you are probably very correct yes
2: i'm not trying to like hijack it or say these two things are the same or analogous even yeah. you know because they're not but
0: christians i think stray a lot into anti-semitism when they talk about the jews got it wrong or the pharisees oh my god bad or they were racist um so I want to like to
2: talk sweetie
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah so I I want to make sure that we're not going there but at the same time the story's going to take us there I think um and if it and and so I'm okay with that um but I also I'm I I want to make sure that we understand the historical context so that when we make allegories and parallels we're making them in good faith and I think and I yes absolutely so um, let's give a modern retelling of this story. Cause I think most of our listeners have probably already heard it. Uh, but we ran into a more modern retelling of it that yeah. highlights a lot of the things that Jesus was getting at. And I think brings this story into maybe the context that we should discuss it.
3: I am,
2: I'm, I'm just full disclosure. I'm going to add, I think one word to this and you'll know what it is, but um yeah we found this like retelling of of the story of the good samaritan or what we now call the story of the good samaritan um on twitter by someone named logan who Mm -hmm. just seems really fucking cool i don't know um and i asked them if we could use this and they said yes so we're gonna
3: yeah
2: yep um and I love that we're like being very specific in who we're dragging today.
5: <laughs> yeah. Because <Yeah. clears
2: throat> Jesus was also very specific in who he was dragging when he told the story. Yeah. He was naming names. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So Logan, in his brilliant Twitter thread, says, um, a Gospel Coalition author stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Well, how about you tell me, what does the Bible say? What do you read there? The Gospel Coalition author, having gone to a conservative seminary, smugly answered, simply believing in you because we aren't justified by works. Jesus said, "Um, okay, that's fine as a technical answer, I guess. But uh, what I'm really asking you is, what are you supposed to do beyond just trusting in me? The Gospel Coalition author, seeking to prove to Jesus that he knows the Bible well, answered, Well, I know that you said that the two greatest commandments are, you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and you will love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said to him, Yep, great. If you actually do that, not just believing alone, you will live but wanting to exempt himself from actually loving people who he thinks have unbiblical beliefs. The gospel coalition author asks, but, uh, for whom should I have empathy? Jesus replied, there was a woman driving from Indianapolis to Louisville and she was driving and her tire pressure light came on on her dashboard. So she pulled over to check and see if she had a flat and a group of men in a car, saw her alone on the side of the road. So they pulled over to rob her. She was moving to a new apartment in Louisville, so she had all of her belongings with her. They beat her up, they took her keys, they stole everything valuable from her car and left her unconscious on the side of the road. Now, by chance, a man who worked at a conservative seminary in Louisville was driving down the highway. When he saw the unconscious woman, he thought, that's what happens to people who dress immodestly. And he kept driving because if he stopped, he would be late to the class that he was teaching, entitled The Most Dangerous Ideas of the Modern Age.
5: Nice.
2: I love (laughs) this so much. (laughs) Um, Yes. Uh, Then a desiring God author was driving down the road and saw her. He started to pull over, but when he realized she was a woman, he kept going because he thought that it wouldn't be honoring to his wife for him to be with a woman alone. But then a woman drove by. She was a bisexual PCUSA pastor who was, is this modalist? Modalist,
4: I don't know what that means. um, Um,
2: Denied inerrancy and was just on her way to a Black Lives Matter protest. She saw the unconscious woman and was moved with empathy. She pulled over and stayed with her until she regained consciousness. She gave her some food and water and took her to the nearest hospital. When they left the hospital, it was pretty late. So she checked the woman into a hotel and told her to spend a couple days there to rest up. Which of these three do you think actually led the woman who got beaten and robbed? The Gospel Coalition author said, eh, I don't know. Jesus said to him, LOL, are you
3: for real? The end.
5: <laughs> nice.
2: Like, yes, this is a sermon that even, even I, as an atheist, can totally get with.
5: <laughs> yep.
2: What's interesting to me about this story and everything mm-hmm. that we were taught, the lens that we were given is we are the good guy in the narrative, whatever that looks like, right? So America, I, I like I literally heard this from people like America or like we're now God's chosen people, which mm-hmm. is just absolute that's anti-semitic. Yes. um like yes, no, no, you're no, you're not. you're an evil bastard child of a bunch of colonizers. um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we were just always, we were always the good guys or we were always the victims, right? Mm-hmm. Like the u s specifically was was we were we were the victims or we were the ones that were doing things right. And, you know, it's really interesting, like as, as I left evangelicalism and just realizing like the massive needs that could have been um, filled, by like white christians in this country
3: for centuries Mm -hmm. that just weren't um it's really it's really wild to me that it's like no you're 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 the guy that like left somebody beaten and
2: bloody on the side of the road right like you were not the good guy in this story Mm -hmm. and it was it was always taught like we should be the, like the good Samaritan, like that's how we should respond. Um, and I think the idea of like somebody stopping from like a lower social caste, that concept to like help somebody out who probably like, well, you don't know, but maybe they look down on you. Right. Like, and engaging with the story in the way of like, I would be the person who would stop. And, And it's like, well, you're the ones complaining about the Black Lives Matter protests. Like you're the ones complaining about people protesting all of these just ridiculous oil pipelines. You're the ones who are like siding with power every single time, but sure, you'd be the one to stop. Yeah. You know, like you're the ones outside of your homes when black people walk by carrying loaded arm, like loaded guns. Just to mm. just to intimidate people, just because, so, yeah, for sure, you're the good Samaritan, you guys, like, yeah, clearly,
0: yeah, and i th- uh. I think that is that is one thing that I like about more modern retellings like this because it does mm-hmm. it does put the story where it should be. Um, yes. I think, you know, kind of going back to the anti-Semitism, and I, I don't know that I articulated that very well, but I think what? tends to happen as we look at like oh the jewish priest missed it and the jewish teacher mm. of the law missed it mm-hmm. because they missed jesus so right. they so there's like we can say like oh this is an example of bad people look at those bad people and i'm not a jew i didn't miss jesus so of course uh-huh. i would be the one to stop uh-huh um and and i think that yeah i i would do stuff like this many times that I would tell this story so and I and I know so I know it's been done in evangelicalism where you do kind of rearrange the parts a little bit you know and it's it is the mega church pastor it is the famous you know gospel coalition Mm -hmm. writer I I love Mm -hmm. the specificity there
2: I know I know
0: such a delight So Um, good because I do feel like the gospel coalition has been asking a lot of that question who is my neighbor yes like And I think there's a lot of Christians that I'm seeing now that are like, who is my neighbor? You know, Mm -hmm. when it comes to the vaccine, like, who is my neighbor? Don't tell me I'm getting this vaccine for my neighbors. Like my body, my choice, whatever they chant, you know? Right. So it's like, they're very open in asking this question about who is my neighbor? Like, I know the Bible commands me to love my neighbor, but I'm going to redefine neighbor to mean anyone that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable about loving them which really mm-hmm. just is like my nuclear family. Um, it's like, yeah, it comes back to that monstrosity of a construct. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I find that interesting, but like, you know, when we say that the, the, the Jewish people of the time didn't like the Samaritans and the Samaritans didn't like them. Like it, like they were sacking each other's temples. Oh, like, like, shit. you know, the Hasmonean, uh, jews like went over and like destroyed the samaritan's temple and like a bunch of samaritans came over not too far from the time of jesus and like broke into the temple and threw a bunch of like human bones around like
2: (gasps) oh my god to desecrate it
0: like like (laughs) so so, like yeah so like these tensions were high, and so like this is the reluctance to even name that this person was good um had mm-hmm. a lot of had a lot mm-hmm. of oomph to it yeah and yeah. there was a lot of hatred there and so when we have a, a bisexual you know woman going to a black lives matter concert con- you know a concert <laughs> protest um yeah these are the people they hate for sure right.
5: um
0: or you know an atheist that just came from a mm-hmm. from a mm-hmm you know, a debate between a Christian and an atheist where the Christian lost or whatever,
5: Mm -hmm.
4: you
0: know what? And and so like, it's, yeah, find, find the person, the Venn diagram of the thing that evangelicals hate the most. Yeah. And that is the person that did good in this story. Right. And that is the person that Jesus says did the right thing because they did the right thing. Because they they did, yeah. They didn't Mm -hmm. believe the right things. Right. You know, like, you know, you, you take the, the theological list of things that Samaritans believed uh, the people you know that were the Jews at mm-hmm. the time and worshipped at the Jewish temple—they're like these people are wrong. They're wrong, right? Right? um
2: Yeah, their theology is wrong.
0: Yeah, their theology wrong. Their ethnicity is wrong. They smell right. funny. They look weird. They—they might be terrorists. <laughs> oh, like, <God. laughs> like yeah, all the—I mean, it—it it, it, yeah, like, no,
5: yeah.
4: I don't want to draw yeah, the
0: parallels. I don't want to draw the parallels too strongly, but they—they—they they, right. they, they draw themselves in a lot of ways. Yeah, Um, yeah, and you know, this is, this is one of those teachings of Jesus to me that, that still carries a lot of weight and particularly as a white man in this country, like being someone that's like, you are the person that is going to look down probably on the ethnic ground already doing the right thing.
5: Mm,
0: Um, mm -hmm. like that's going to be me. And right. I, and I have been the person crossing smugly down and looking down on the person that is less fortunate than me yeah. and making, and making all of the reasons I was taught yep. why they're, you know, they're poor because they don't work hard or they got mm-hmm. beat up because they weren't watching out for themselves or they should have mm-hmm. had a, they should have had a gun or mm-hmm. they should have complied with the police. Like I've said all of these things. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's a story that, yeah, strikes at the heart of that for sure uh and i think that's that uh, unfortunately our friend logan had to make his account private my assumption is because there are a lot of gospel coalition folks that uh
5: had didn't take feelings. too
0: didn't take too kindly to being called out
5: mm, mm-hmm. yeah
2: and it is i mean it, like that i think that that's a really good point right it's like the gospel coalition and desiring God and like all these other yeah they're all at this point it's like empathy is a sin like who is my neighbor you know you have to have there you have to have a biblical reason for weeping with someone who is weeping it can't just be you know because they're in crisis or whatever um and you know I think that I I keep thinking about that dorothy day quote that i'm totally gonna butcher but it's like the idea is like
3: um my love for god is capped at the amount of the person i love the least
5: Mm -hmm.
3: like
2: that's 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 as much as i can love god and thinking about just like the unbridled like unmitigated hatred that white evangelicals have for like black lives matter for people who perform abortions,
5: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, for people who tell them, like, please wear a mask. Um and it's like, yeah, it's like you you can only love God as much as the person you love the least.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: that is that's that's your limit. That's your upper limit. Um, and you know, we've gotten into a lot of fights lately about the like, again like no who's who's actually who's a real christian right it's like you're acting like shit you're not a real christian i'm like yeah "Mm, have we talked about the crusades this whole time like hello um but i i definitely think that it's it's like you're not you're not following christ i think that we could probably come up with a term for christians who are very into like paul and the old testament and kind of like skip the jesus bit um yeah uh just just for clarity not to say that they're not christians right um but in terms of in terms of functionally like being like christ i think that they're i think that they think that
3: jesus was wrong yeah right
0: i i yeah i absolutely think that that's what they believe yeah functionally they wouldn't say that Right. And
3: honestly, at this rate, empathy
2: is a sin. I think they're gonna be saying it soon.
0: Yeah. I you know Jesus is
2: wrong about that.
0: Yeah. And they'll, you know, I I hate to use this heavy-handed Christian phrase, but they're gonna be crucifying him all over again. Yeah. Um Uh and and they I think they would. I yes think, you know if, yes. if jesus if jesus did come back let's just be supernatural for a second <laughs> i think the people that would hate him the most would be white evangelicals for mm-hmm. sure not even mm-hmm. not a doubt in my mind um
2: oh like yeah brown middle mm-hmm. eastern dude
0: yeah that got here they're, illegally and who's they're, even, they're not a, who's they're even not his that. father like <laughs> yeah you don't know you don't know um, it's probably an anchor baby Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. They would want his birth certificate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah.
2: And I think that this is like for me being out still, this is really challenging for me as a person because it reminds me also that like if I am advocating for evangelicals being crucified again, like that's I'm not any better than that, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. If I'm advocating for them to be persecuted Mm
5: -hmm. or,
2: you know, whatever, like put in jail or, I don't know. They have all of these very weird, specific like persecution fetishes (laughs) right now. Um, But like, yeah, I think that when I am saying like, when I am arguing for something like abolition and using using the Bible to argue for that, which I do sometimes that's not, that's not the reason that abolition is right. It's not the reason it's the moral thing to do, but it's, it's something that some people listen to that would not otherwise listen to me. Um, but like when I, I I have to remind myself that it's like the reason that the, the reason that like, you can't go down this path, right. The reason that punishment is like such an appealing thing for people um it just it really comes down to like power and control and coercion and manipulation and again like what do you want to see happen to your enemies I think mm-hmm. is what this right yeah and so for me like as an atheist like what do I want to see happen? I, I don't I don't even like calling people enemies frankly, I think that's kind of bullshit. Um, but what do I want to see happen to the people who disagree with me? Right. Mm -hmm. Like either my politics or my existence, because at that, at this point, that's where we are. Um, and yeah, I think for evangelicals, it's like, oh yeah, they would totally, they would totally want Jesus put in prison, you know, like they, they wouldn't want him out walking around starting shit on Twitter. Um, they would you know because he would be at the black lives matter protests you know
5: mm-hmm. yeah. he
2: would be at the occupy wall street protests yeah you know yeah. um and so it's just it's kind of like a it's a little bit of like a i don't know what to call it like a check engine light for me to be like okay this is this is the reason that i don't choose to go down this path ethically right mm-hmm. so this is the reason why i don't see people as enemies right? This is the reason why I think that power is evil, even if, even if it's given to me, right? But it's, it's not good to have power over other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because, yeah, it's like, as soon as you start going like, oh, well, these people disagree with me, they're bad people. Um, you know, and, and whatever, it's like, they're trying to ban abortion and they, you know, they don't want, they're trying to make it so that they can like all homeschool their kids and just beat the shit out of them and like not actually provide an education and all these things that like. Make me legitimately angry, um, but it, you know it's like what? What's the response? And I, I'm not like I'm not like turn the other cheek. Like that's bullshit. Sorry, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like I want your kid to be able to get an education. Like that. This yeah. isn't complicated for me, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to like I'm not even trying to silence you. Frankly, I just you can you can keep saying saying your shit. I really would like it if you didn't have to worry about how you were going to put food on the table, like that is the world that I want to live in, that the people who hate my guts um, who would see me the way that they see Jesus now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like my personal ethic and my morality is, I want you to have a good life. You don't have to interact with me. Right. You don't even have to be a good person. Um, Like please don't harm anybody but like what it comes down to for me is like even my quote unquote enemies politically or otherwise I suppose I'm like I want good thing. like I want you to be well
5: mm-hmm. and I yeah. think
2: that that is kind of like what Jesus is getting at here too is like the humanity like the shared humanity piece yeah That evangelicals try so hard to reject
0: mm-hmm. yeah I i think that that is that that's that's empathy like that's what that is god damn it i'm sinning like because because this samaritan that jesus is conjuring up um like let's you know we we instantly assume that this is like oh this is just a kind thoughtful person maybe they were an asshole too Mm. you know Yep. Maybe they were part of the hoodlums that, you <laughs> right? know, like, yeah. were were trying to desecrate the Jewish temple with human bones. Like, maybe he just came from that, you know. But
2: yeah, yeah that's real.
0: But mm-hmm. seeing this person on the side of the road and mm-hmm. feeling that human connection yeah. snapped them out of that, regardless. And that that crosses yes. religious lines. Yep. That crosses, you know, political lines, nationalities. You know, mm-hmm. when we allow mm-hmm. ourselves to see this human being behind this mess, right. Right. Um, I think we're allowed then to be good humans to each other. Right. And, and, yeah. and I, I wrestle with that too. And I think I think for people listening to this podcast that are, you know, most of them have deconstructed their faith to a certain extent. I, mm-hmm. I think I can assume that about our audience, you know, or didn't have one to begin with. But right. I think there is certainly a phase where you are angry. Yes. And and that is a fine yeah. phase. I will it's
2: valid.
5: Yeah. G-
0: generally I will not shame someone for that phase in their right. deconstruction. Right. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, mm, maybe cut that out a little. Um right. but you're gonna have that. And I still fall into it sometimes. Yeah. Um but I think there does come a point where you do have to make that turn and and be the I hate using the term being I know. The person. I hate that I turn. hate it. Um we need a better term, but like being the better human, like you left this evangelical mess because really when it comes down to it, they're terrible at being good humans. Right. Like the, the system is designed to make you, I think a bad human and a bad participant in this planet Mm
5: -hmm.
0: and you know, this system that we find ourselves in. Yeah. Um, but part of being a good participant is looking back on that, finding the good, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, because like it or not, your morality is shaped by what you grew up with, yeah. Period. So, you could probably ought to come to terms with that. Um, but mm-hmm. also see, seeing the humanity of the people behind, you know, like yeah. the folks that um, folks that fired me, right. You know? Yeah. They, you know, some of them were protecting their own livelihood mm-hmm. because if they didn't fire me, then yep. they might have gotten fired. And right. then now they're hungry. Now right. it's not great right. for me, but yeah. I can also right. look back and be like in those in that same pressure cooker. Like, right. Would I have chosen that moment to stand up for you know LGBTQ people? Probably not because mm. I, I don't want to endanger my income because mm-hmm. my kids got to go to school and they got to eat. Um, so I can, I can look back and I can, I can see that in that situation, I might not have made a different decision Mm. than these evangelical people. Um, Mm. and, and I want good things for them. I want them to get out and find good jobs and good livelihoods away from Mm -hmm. having to preach lies. Um, but
1: in that moment,
0: you know, they are, um, but, I think I think we do have to have those moments where we see the shared humanity a little bit, yeah. And 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 then you know I will just wax a little bit Christian for a second. Then I think that's when we experience grace,
5: yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
0: That's when we experience the divine, where all of a sudden what mm-hmm. I've done doesn't matter, what you've done doesn't matter. I get to help you now, yeah. And I get to ensure that you have food and shelter and safety. and and that to me is the most important thing and I think that's the most important thing to you and and I think good followers of Jesus that's what the most important thing to them is as well
2: I think that that's I think that's very true I mean I uh, personally like the kind of the most acute example of this for me is obviously Portland had like over 100 days straight of protests basically um and then fire season started and you know our air quality index we like we broke the air quality index like it was we were like higher than shanghai um oh and gosh. you know there was just there was just smoke everywhere it was like it was inescapable for days on end and the people who were downtown pros- protesting like immediately pivoted to collecting PPE and water and like air purifiers and you know diapers and formula because so many people were displaced by these fires like some people some people think it's like up to 10 percent of, of the state was displaced by the fires last year oh um, and they immediately pivoted to we're going to we're going to collect like an aid these people. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm so struck by this, right? Because it was like, it's mostly in red counties, right? Those are, it's mostly in rural counties where these folks were coming from and they were coming into Portland, um, a city that they, they hate. Um, and the people who were the people who were collecting what they needed and, 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 and giving it to that, like, they weren't charging for any of it. Like they were collecting it from the community and distributing all of it for free.
3: And it was like, It was Antifa that -hmm. did that.
5: Yeah.
3: It was Black Lives Matter that did that. You don't want to know what their team did? Mm -hmm. They said that Black Lives Matter was starting the fire. Literally, the sheriff's department said this. And um, they put up illegal armed checkpoints to go through people's cars. As they were trying to escape like the biggest fire we've ever had. Mm -hmm. that's what that's what that's what the good people did right yeah Yeah. and us the terrorists were you know it was like well this is it's mutual aid this is what you do
5: yeah absolutely
2: these people people are humans and and at the end of the day like we want good things for you right like we're we're not your enemy Mm
5: -hmm.
2: you know we're not here to protect the system. And we understand that that's scary for you, but you have needs that need to be met and we have capacity to do that. And they just like, it was, it was fucking incredible. They just turned on a dime. There was no, there wasn't even like an argument, right? Like so frequently there are like these kind of infighting situations where it's like, should we do this? Should, there was, that, that didn't even happen. Like it was just like okay, we're collecting shit because so many people are being displaced and staying in like motels or in their cars. Like there was just such a massive need in an instant. And the people that were doing that work were anti-fascists. I don't know. It's kind of a microcosm, I think, of what is happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that that's that's beautiful. I, I and I I think if you to, you could tell this Good Samaritan story. Yeah. I mean, you, ba- you basically just did, again. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, who was being the neighbor? Yeah. The one with a gun checking the cars? <laughs> right. Or the one with a diaper and formula
5: mm-hmm.
0: and a blanket? Yeah. You know, not asking questions of ideological purity. Yeah. But asking questions of what are your human material needs?
5: Right.
0: Um, Because that that's really what matters. Like,
5: yeah,
0: like we we put on our little God hats and we like try to like dress up existence. I don't know. And we try to tell these like big stories and these big stories Mm -hmm. are fascinating to me, obviously. But Mm
5: -hmm.
0: like at the when it comes down to it, like the most important things. Are you safe? Are you fed? Yes. Do you yes. have your needs met? Yes. Yes. Um, you know,
5: mm-hmm.
4: you know
0: Maslow's hierarchy of needs, totally stolen from indigenous populations. And anyway, um, I'll just—I every time I mention Maslow's hierarchy, yeah, needs, you have
2: to—you have clear. to talk about you have to Talk about like Blackfoot people were you know, it's had, yeah. had their stuff stolen and reorganized. Yeah. Actually, because yeah. it wasn't a hierarchy yes. for them. Yeah. But it, anyway, no, it it's still important. It it's still like important in terms of like yes these are things that people have to have in order to survive like to stay alive
0: yeah yeah and so like at our base like this is what we need like you're not you're not growing like that was the the one thing in the pandemic I remember someone posted like a meme with Maslow's hierarchy of needs and you know I think when the pandemic started there were so many people that were like this is going to be a great time for you to like research and becoming a better person, you know, you're isolated, you're in, you're whatever. Huh. And there were a lot of people that were like, no, like we have descended down the pyramid <laughs>
4: <Right>. to like
0: <laughs> food, shelter, safety. Yes. Uh-huh. Like that uh-huh. that's uh-huh. like that's where we're at right now. And yes. and that should be that should be enough. Like, did yeah. I secure food, shelter, safety for myself, like community people around me? Did I, did I, was I generous? Did uh-huh. I did I give to who I could? Uh-huh. Um are the people around me taken care of? I've succeeded then. Like yes, yes. If you can do all that and write a blog post, wonderful. Cool. But you know, when you get to those places of basic human need, a lot of that "quote unquote" higher stuff, it doesn't matter.
3: It does. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's true. It's very true. And I mean, clearly, like we're going to be seeing this more and more, like this mm-hmm. displacement because of the climate crisis and yeah i think being cognizant of the fact that like yeah i mean i i hate your politics like i'm not i'm not going to like pull any punches there i think that i think that you incentivize people to be like the worst versions of themselves um and you support systems and structures that are blatantly sexist and racist and transphobic and homophobic and you're willing to die for
3: those systems like, and also, you know, shared humanity is a thing and we're going to need each other like
2: more and more as things get worse and worse.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, as things slowly start to break down, like I'm not, not an accelerationist or anything, um, but we're clearly not rural into the whole like infrastructure taking care of people. Um, making, you know, trying to make this country better. I think we are we've, 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 we're past that point.
3: <laughs> like it's,
2: oh yeah. I mean, I don't know, like the Democrats aren't going to save us. Like there's, there's, <laughs> you know, yeah. we need each other. We need each other. Like, and I think mm-hmm. that it's really important to, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let people, you know, make racist or transphobic statements around me um but like yeah I, I will absolutely spend time making sure that your kid has a good meal every day
0: mm-hmm. I, I was very in in awe I guess of the way like our school districts and our community got yeah. together during the pandemic when like all these kids are out of school but like there are kids going without food yeah how can we make sure that you know kids get meals yep um we didn't necessarily need them but it was um honestly it was like something to do during those early days of the pandemic so i would walk with the girls to go you know pick up a meal or whatever and you know there are you know kids and and I take for granted because I've got computers and things, but there are people donating like tons of technology so that kids could do their school. And it's like, yeah. like these kids need like, and, and what frustrated me so much is there were all these Republicans that like, see the problem, like child abuse is a problem. Like, you mm-hmm. know, now, and so, yeah, like quarantining with an abuser is terrible. Don't yes. want, I don't wish that on anybody any mm-hmm. more than I wish a pandemic on anybody, <laughs> right. you know? Um, but we got a quarantine now. Mm-hmm. So rather than like suddenly all of a sudden care about abused people, which you never, you didn't before today. Um, right. Let's at least try to make this as good as possible. Let's yep. make sure there's plenty of calories in that house
1: mm-hmm. and
0: plenty of mm-hmm. support as much yeah. as we possibly can. Um, yeah. And that was, a, that was a good thing. Like I was so good. It was. So I, I think I, I want folks to leave with like well we do we do drag paul a lot and we drag the bible a lot mm-hmm. we drag conservatives an awful lot and they deserve to be drugged for sure um but i what i don't want is i don't want folks to walk away thinking like they are un, somehow unworthy of basic material needs or uh <gasps> yeah. unworthy of you know, basic compassion
5: because right. I think that's
0: that is an easy place for me to go for sure. Um there is a I won't even name it. There's a Reddit community, I won't say the name, that posts stories of anti-vaxxers that have later died of COVID. Um but I refuse to go there because I'm like mm-hmm. I do not want to feed myself with right. that level of like Schadenfreude or whatever. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that in my mind. I don't want that kind of, like, got you, told you so, Darwin right. kind right. of stuff. yeah, like,
2: yeah. Mm-mm.
0: Because I have to see them as victims, too, in some ways. Like, yeah. that, that woman... Victims of
2: propaganda. Yeah. Like, none, a, of, none of this needed to happen.
0: None of it, no. Um, and, and, I mean, obviously, they're adults. They deserve... Yeah. They, have, they have moral responsibility... Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you have not been well-educated, like I have, and you have not been given opportunities to meet people that are different Mm -hmm. than you, like I have,
5: Mm -hmm.
0: um, and you've been told your whole life that there's these three things, Fox News, the Bible, and your pastor, are the greatest (laughs) sources of authority, Mm -hmm. like, that's how you're going to turn out. Yeah. You know, period. And and I I don't want to gloat
3: right it's it's like clearly
2: we're in this place that is yeah it's really easy to kind of like turn off your humanity right and go like oh ha, ha." like you're so dumb um and i I, i try to be very kind of cognizant of the fact that it's like yeah i really it would be it would kind of it would feel good to like have a long hard laugh at all of these people who've caused all this pain and suffering um for them to die. Uh and and also it's like, well, they they got other people sick too who didn't deserve it.
5: Mm -hmm. You
2: know, like they they have agency, right? And they chose to use that agency and it killed them and it may have killed many other people. Um and that's that's not funny. You know, like we we are not all islands unto ourselves. Like we belong
3: to each other. Mm-hmm. like we live in a community we live in a society like my this is affect other people you know yeah. um and you know there there's yeah it's
2: there's no personal choices in a pandemic
0: there aren't like right? I, I have i have preached that from like day before covid was even in the united states and we were just yes. hearing about it i yes. was like that was there are no personal choices in a pandemic and honestly, now I'm more like there just aren't personal choices. Like right? there are mm-hmm. not these. Like, yes, obviously there's personal responsibility, but like right. my definition of personal responsibility, if it does not expand to be like I'm personally responsible for other people, right? <laughs> um, then it's like deficient and yes, and just it, it lacks it lacks any kind of moral strength.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I mean, maybe this is why they have decided that we weren't ever really evangelicals, (laughs)
4: because
2: we were never like, "Oh, fuck those guys!" Like, yeah, if they don't get to eat, we're fine with that, you know. And it's like this is right. Uh, It's like, oh well, I'm sorry. Like, if a couple black people get killed by the police who didn't deserve it, like that's just how the system works. Like,
0: we were never cost of doing business.
2: Right, like we were never, we were never making those arguments. Right, yeah. we were never like guns, free for all. Sure, shoot up some schools. Like that, that was not. That's where we, we were not coming from those spaces. So I suppose, like through that lens, if you really think empathy is sin, um, yeah, like may, maybe we weren't ever true evangelicals.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't kill that part of myself, <laughs> and I will it right. to that
2: hell yeah i it's so i mean i'm i'm glad i'm grateful because yeah. it got me out yep like shared humanity is what got me out of that shit
5: yep and i um, don't ever
2: want to go back to anything remotely close to that so yep. i will i'm going to like hold on to shared humanity for the rest of my fucking life
0: mm-hmm. and, and that will be a life well lived and i think and i think a life that is more quote-unquote christian That would be more in the tradition of Jesus than anything that we're seeing coming out of the evangelical camp.
3: Yeah, it's true.
0: So, whether you want to be a Christian or not, be good to people.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. And that's our message today.
3: Yep, (laughs) that closes our
0: most sermonly episode of Go Home Bible. You're drunk, (laughs) but oh well. Oh, well. Sometimes,
2: sometimes you just, you gotta, sometimes you gotta talk about shit. Family meeting, yep. right? Like. <laughs> family
0: meeting. Gotta call them together.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, but I, again, I think this is going to become more and more important as we see more and more infrastructure failures and more and more mm-hmm. crises caused by climate change. So, yep. yeah.
0: Mutual aid. Google mm-hmm. it. Google it. Google it. Uh, speaking of Googling, mm. uh, if you would like to Google us, uh, we are go home Bible. You're drunk on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Go Home Bible. If you're listening on a podcast app like uh, Apple Podcasts, go ahead if you could give us a five star review. helps out the show. Write a write a lovely review too if you have time. Yeah, there uh, we go. Uh, if you have the financial means and want to do a little mutual aid work uh, for us, yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you donate to our Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash go home bible uh you will get episodes a little bit early as well as some swag at certain tiers a life verse uh we are also going to be working on uh developing that community a little bit more in the future as it continues to grow uh which we're very excited about uh tori do you have anything else you want to plug uh
2: i mean i'm on i'm on i'm on the things i'm just at tori glass on oh my god why do i keep saying twitter and facebook on twitter and instagram (laughs) Yeah. instagram i guess is talking it's whatever um yeah just usually yelling at racists that's what mm. i do you're,
0: but, on, you're, um, you're on the kindly facebook
2: yeah yeah no yelling yelling at racists that um i'm like i want your kid to be able to go to the dentist and mm-hmm. also stop being fucking
0: racist yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah are you are you anywhere do you want to be found on the internet or not so much
0: i do uh I'm Justin D Gentry on the Twitters and Dustin, just Dustin. Don't say Dustin. I've been called that my whole life. Justin oh
5: no.
0: dot Gentry on the Instagrams. Uh, and yeah, that's where you can find me. And do we have a parting word for people that have stuck around this long?
2: Um, I mean, yeah. Part, parting word is like, be better people than white evangelicals. <laughs>
0: And if you've done that, you've lived a good life. The bar is low, my friends. (laughs) Clear it. You've cleared it.
2: (laughs) If you've listened this long, you've cleared it.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Have a good week. Bye.
2: Bye. everybody um wait why am I starting this like my other podcast <laughs> shoot I was gonna start doing the white homework
0: <laughs> this is white homework
2: <laughs> okay starting over um yeah uh, okay I'm gonna try this again here we go um how do we start this just say hey hey
0: where we dust off our bibles and see if there's anything <laughs> hey. good hey this hey, is vibe so
2: like you're
0: drunk. You're drunk. If you're here, you're drunk. Why do you care about the intro? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm so
2: we're sorry. We're good at
0: We're good at middles. <laughs> Intros, outros. It's okay. Tragic. We're good Tragic. at middles.
2: I'm so sorry. um I think
0: all of this is going to go in the podcast.
2: Okay, perfect.